you can hear my voice right now, I have good news. You're still alive. This is Nick with the Tennis Podcast. <laughs> what? Was there a... If anyone out there was worried that they weren't alive anymore, I'm telling them that if they can hear us, that means they are still alive. Okay, good. Isn't that good news? Uh, sure. My name's Nick. I'm the star host of the Tennis Podcast. You're not. I'm Brandon. He's just equal to me. Brandon is the sidekick host of the Tennis Podcast. Not a sidekick. And this is a show where usually we guess each other's top tennis lists, but this week we are breaking from format. But before we get into that, I have a special assignment for everyone to, to do right now. If you're listening to us in the car or you're listening to us at home. On the toilet. Or at work or on the toilet or during lovemaking. On the toilet. During a meal. On the toilet. What, however you're listening to us, I want you to stop, pull that car over. Pull that toilet over. Pull it. Yep. I want you to stop. Take your right or left hand, whichever hand your, is your favorite. Mm. reach up into the sky, stretch it behind your head, and give yourself a hearty pat on the back. Go ahead and do it. You too, Brandon. I can't reach. I'm doing it right now. And I want you to all pat yourselves on the back because we did it. We made it. 25 episodes. This is the 25th episode of the Tennis Podcast. If uh, our podcast episodes were human years, our podcast would now be old enough to rent a car. Get a discount on car insurance. That's right. So, congratulations everyone. We made it. It's the 25th episode and to celebrate, we are breaking from format for a special Q&A edition, which means we're not guessing a list this time. We asked for questions from listeners, from you, the loyal listeners. We asked it on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and email. We got questions submitted from all those places. And I love these questions because it's a good mix of questions related to our show, mm -hmm. related to me and Brandon. And then there's a lot of questions that are weird and... Left field. Left field, but also some questions that I think will, will incite... A riot. A riot and some good discussions. So, we are going to go through each question one by one and answer them in detail. I want to thank everyone who submitted a question. You're welcome. So, I'll say too that these questions... I've seen them all and I've sent a few of them to Brandon, but for the most part, these questions will be answered on the fly without either of us taking a lot of time to think about our answers ahead of time. And the reason we're doing that- You're going to get some, not, some thoughtless answers today. Well, it's not that. It's that part of the, part of the charm, the shtick of this show, this guilty pleasure you're listening to right now is that this show is all about the- um, Lulz. The unexpected, oh. the the unpreparedness, I think, is the strength of this show. And it's not even fair to say because one of us always does come prepared with notes and research. Mm -hmm. I have these questions prepared in a very nice little format on my screen. There are other ways to come prepared besides notes and research. That's right. I'm prepared to answer these questions. Let's do it. I'm prepared to A, some cues. And uh, I'm going to start with a question that's Nasty. related to our show specifically. Okay. Kind of a kind of a good introductory question here. Uh, the first question was submitted on Twitter from the Haunted Ride podcast and you can follow them at Haunted Ride. And their question was, what has been your favorite top 10 list that you've covered on the show so far? Brandon, I'm going to let you do the honors of answering the first question. My favorite was the Google Monsters episode because of the the research involved uh, like one of my favorite things is just looking at pictures of goofy critters and learning about goofy critters and history and this had it all history and goofy critters mm -hmm. yeah i think about a lot of those monsters a lot it's what uh what's that phenomenon called when you hear a word or learn of something for the first time and then you then it's like you see it several times soon after that do you have any idea what i'm talking about yeah i know i know what you're talking about but i I, There's a name for it. I don't know what it's called. I think it starts with a P. Anyway, I felt like I had a little bit of that. I saw a lot of those, the stranger creatures and monsters popping up into my daily life. Yeah. I did like that one too because it was a data set that was original. Some might say flawed. I think all would say flawed. Mm -hmm. But that was episode 10 that you're referring to, the most Google searched monsters. I enjoyed that one as well. And I think my favorite 
I have two that come to mind. And that is number one, the most prolific serial killers in history, uh, which was episode eight. And one, that, that is our most popular episode in terms of the number of people that have listened to it. But I also like it because that, that topic is one that I am very interested in. I know you are too. You're disgusting. It was your list. We, we had some really good discussions on that list. We also talked about using severed heads as a currency, mm-hmm. um, which I think is a very viable idea that- It's catching on in Venezuela right now. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, that was a fun one. And the other one that I really like was the, the hottest toys of the holiday season, which was episode 19. And I like that one because it took us to- Pleasure Town. It took us to Pleasure Town. I also like the book franchise episode, which was my list on episode 20. Whatever. Okay. So, we answered that one. You ready for the next question? Yes. The next question is from Facebook. This comes from Nate E who asks, what sport would be the most fun to watch if there was a minimum alcohol requirement to play? Uh Uh-huh. I have a good answer on this one but I want you to answer first. Because you think your answer will will be better? And close out the conversation. Yeah, exactly. You you lead with your weaker and you end with your stronger. Okay. I think the answer is basketball for several reasons, I guess. You run the entire time. No, you, you don't always run. In basketball? I see people stand in there sometimes. Yeah. If you can't run for 60 minutes, you can't play professional. Are we, are we talking about the professional level? It was not specific. I'm going to assume we mean at the professional level because why is there a reason to watch? That's nice of you to make assumptions for on behalf of our listeners. You're welcome. I think it's got to be basketball because you, of the amount of running involved, equate to more vomiting uh, and more, I think, anger and the kind of coordination required in basketball combined with drinking, I think would result in a lot of slapping. Like slapping other players? Slapping at the ball and inadvertently slapping other players, but then receiving revenge slaps and then doling out retaliatory slaps. I just imagine basketball would become a slap fight. See, my answer, I have two answers and they're both, they're both sports where you're not in the immediate vicinity of other players a lot like you are in basketball. So, I could, so the slap thing, I could see that. My answer was one, tennis. And tennis because that is a sport where you constantly have to be on the ball. I can't. What? Is that a pun? On the ball? Well, it's it's both a pun and it's true. You have to have your eyes on the ball. You're constantly moving and swinging with a lot of force. It's a vigorous, zesty enterprise. What the hell, Brandon? What is that <laughs> quote from? Are you talking about the nachos you ate for lunch? No. It's a lot of work. Yes. And you have to pay attention. You have to have... Your hand-eye coordination together, sure. Okay, and my other answer is snowboarding because I just feel like if there was a minimum alcohol requirement to play, a lot of, a lot of snowboarders wouldn't even get off the fucking ground, wouldn't even get off level one, whatever the hell the correct bullshit is to, but like they wouldn't even get out of the gate. They would roll down in a snowball? But don't you think snowboarding would be fun? Imagine them trying to go over the jumps and the hills. <laughs> okay. The next question was submitted on Twitter from the Generic Drift Science Podcast, which you can follow them at Generic Drift. And they asked a simple question. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite dinosaur? It's not a very simple question. How is that not simple? There are so many colors in the dinosaur rainbow to choose from. And I have- But there's only one clear correct answer. Well, then tell me the correct answer. You know what? I'd accept three answers. But there's one that stands head and shoulders above the rest. And that is the biggest badass that has ever walked this planet. And that's- Donald Trump. The Tyrannosaurus, the Tyrannosaurus Rex. Oh, yeah. Who would probably be just as effective as president as Donald Trump. Haven't they found a bigger one? A guy that, a dinosaur that was bigger? I don't know. Like after Jurassic Park came out and after it was well established that he was the king of the dinosaurs, I feel like they, paleontologists found something that was bigger and badder. 
but it was sort of, let's just ignore this guy because we've spent a lot of time. <laughs> Investing in the T-Rex brand. brand. Yeah, branding T-Rex as a big badass. Well, you know what? Even if that's true and I don't know that it is, I still can have a favorite dinosaur, which is the Tyrannosaurus Rex. Okay, sure. Other answers I would be willing to hear out mm-hmm. are the Velociraptor. Whatever. Because there are some badasses too. Why does it have to be badass? Because this is my criteria. I The question is, what's my favorite dinosaur, yeah. Brandon? So, my criteria is which is the biggest badass. Okay. Well, and, well, the last answer for favorite dinosaur I would accept, and then every other answer is bullshit and doesn't count, is Triceratops. Why? You know why? Why? Because that guy can take on a T-Rex. Oh, with his horns. Yeah. But I have one that could also do that. No, you don't. Yes, I do. All right, let's hear it. My favorite dinosaur is Ankylosaurus. Do you know which one Ankylosaurus is? Is that the one with the spiked ball tail? Yeah, he has a club for a tail. Or it's not spiked, yeah, it's club. He has a hor- horns on his head and armored plates on his back and he has a beak and teeth and they're kind of cute. They look kind of like a dinosaur hedgehog. They look like one of your pokebugs. <laughs> And uh, cute's a, a strong, but um, so the Stegosaurus has plates too, but he doesn't have any defense other than like plates, right? That like he doesn't have a club tail or they had big dicks. You know what I like about dinosaurs? Um, is humans are the are the dominant species on Earth, arguably. But all humans, I mean, there's some color variation, but other than that, all humans are largely the same, right? But dinosaurs, when they were the dominant species, there was so much variety. That were, I was just thinking when I was thinking of saying this, I remember a few episodes back, we, you and I had a debate on Star Wars and how I said something that bothers me is every alien in that bar is a one-off unique alien, you know? Which is not correct. It's mostly correct. Mm. Yeah, it is. And dinosaurs were the same way. There's like a thousand different variations of the dinosaur, big, small. Plates on their back, spikes, short arms for the T-Rex, just uh... No, but there were other dinosaurs that were shaped similar to the Tyrannosaurus Rex that had little bitty baby arms too. I know, but f- for every one of those, there's a Stegosaurus or a long uh, Brachiosaurus. Yeah. Wasn't there something that said that the long neck dinosaur or at least one version of it was found to be not accurate or true? Do you remember that? It wasn't as tall as they thought? Yeah, something like that. Oh, uh, maybe. There are a bunch of them that are pretty goddamn big. I think maybe it was that, that their necks and heads weren't always vertical. I don't know. Can they not pick their heads straight up in the air like that? I don't really know. That Yeah, that might be it. I'm not sure. They're, they're, but they found some sort of inaccuracy in the skeleton later. What do you make of the theory now that dinosaurs probably had feathers? Um, I think it makes them scarier and creepier, so that's cool. Now, I don't like it because it ruins the T-Rex brand that we were just talking about. None of the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park have feathers. In some of those Jurassic World movies, they've got feathers and stuff on them, don't they? I don't think so. I don't know. I didn't see the last one because I... It was bad. It looked like a dinosaur horror movie. It was not. Um, all right, let's move on to the next question. Okay, I have a series of questions here that are all related. Yeah. So, we'll do these all in a row. The first one, I don't want to read, but I will because it's my duty to do so. Uh-huh. This comes from Jordan Z on Facebook. When is Nick going to accept huh? that all the Tennis Podcast listeners know it's hashtag hot dog Nick and not hashtag hot dog brand? Hell yeah. And you know what I say to that, Jay-Z? I say I will never accept because... I believe that the truth will prevail. I can't tell you when, but eventually when the history books are written and our podcast is near the front of the history books, it will say that Brandon was the one who stood over that crowded airport trash can in Atlanta and scarfed down a hot dog over the trash can instead of over a table. And that's why I'll never accept that it was me because it wasn't me. That's my answer. So, I could get a chance to answer as well? No. It was 100% Nick. I'm not going to kiss everybody's ass. Oh, look at you. Give me a break. This is pandering. 
you are being, you're slyly kissing everyone's ass by, while trying to portray that you're not doing so. For someone who's innocent, claims to be innocent. Freudian slip, you called me innocent first. You're talking a lot. You're talking, talking a lot about it. Because it infuriates me that this has been accepted by simpletons like Jordan here. Jordan can smell your bullshit. Wow. Yeah, you're right. You're not kissing anyone's ass here. That's not kissing someone's ass. He can smell your bullshit. You tried to get ahead of the story. You did the same thing that Roger Stone does. <laughs> you just admitted to it up front, tried to get ahead of it, but instead you flipped it around on me, knowing mm. full well the disgusting, perverted acts you were describing <laughs> were committed by yourself. The disgust that you feel is real and it comes from a deep place of shame and self-loathing and that's the same place where the hot dog lives after you eat it. I've said my piece, not going to say it anymore, but it is hashtag hot dog Brandon and we have another hot dog related question. This comes from our friends at the Clear Your History podcast on Instagram and you can follow them at Clear Your History podcast. What up? We highly recommend their show. They have a question and their question is, do you consider a hot dog to be a sandwich? Where do you stand on the great hot dog sandwich debate, Brandon? I don't mind if someone else feels like it's a sandwich. It doesn't upset me, but I've never, I've never viewed it as, a, as in the sandwich family. Uh, I'm going to agree with that. I know sometimes that if I'm looking at a menu and I'm looking at the sandwich section, there might be a hot dog under there. You're scanning for hot dog? <laughs> no, but if I'm, if I'm just scrolling through the whole menu, which I, I do sometimes. Hot dog, hot dog, hot dog. The hot sandwich dog, hot dog, section hot dog. is often where the hot dog will reside. Oh, a hot dog. And I get it. It's meat between two bread. <laughs> Buns. Buns. And I'll accept that. But I, in my, in my heart of hearts, do not consider a hot dog to be a sandwich. But what do you call it then? It's just its own thing, right? Yeah, it's just, just a hot, a hot dog. dog. Yeah. It's okay though if, if it's really important to someone to call a hot dog a sandwich. Sure. You can, you can have a sandwich. That's fine. Well, Clear Your History loves hot dogs as much as you because they have a second hot dog related question. Okay. Um, they want to know if a hot dog wears pants. <laughs> If a hot dog has pants, <laughs> would he wear them on the outside of the bun or inside the bun and then the, and then the bun would basically act as like a coat? Yeah, the bun would be the coat. Like a yeah. trench coat, like a duster. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's your answer? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to agree with that. If he did wear them on the outside, I guess that would be kind of like tucking your shirt in. It would look like a muffin top. How about these people that tuck their shirt in every day even when they don't have to? Yeah, I'm sorry. I got to get something off my chest. Do it. I do understand the comfort. No. Per yes. Hold on a second. Shut your little mouth for just a minute. Oh, wait. I forgot. Brandon's a shirt tucker. I just remembered. All right. No. There it is. Listen yeah, to okay. me. Go ahead. I understand the comfort of a t-shirt tucked in because you're not feeling the grasp of the waistband of the, of the pants. Or the belt. I don't understand that. You're feeling a smooth contour all the way down your body that extends below where your pants begin. It, there is a, an increased comfort factor there. However, we can all agree that it looks like a dorky old man thing to tuck your shirt into your jeans. So, why do you do it? I tuck a t-shirt in if I'm wearing an untucked shirt over it. Again, for the comfort factor. I don't ever tuck in a shirt to jeans and just go gallivanting around like... So, hang on. Are you saying that you, Brandon, when you wear a shirt untucked... Yes. ...that you're just dying the whole time thinking, this waistband is killing me? No. That's you? Well, that's, that's the impression I'm That is... Well, saying. it's because you fucking jump to conclusions. <laughs> no, it's not... It's not a difference between maximum comfort and fucking agony. <laughs> it's the difference between this is slightly more comfortable and this feels normal. Hmm. And, and normal's a stretch. I don't view putting on pants without a, a t-shirt tucked into them as like entering an Iron Maiden. My opinion. And it's warmer in the winter. What, if you tuck your shirt? Yeah, if, like today, 
I am wearing a flannel button-up shirt. It is untucked. With socks under your sandals? <laughs> no. And uh, and the glasses holder, what is that called? No. When you have the... But I'm wearing a flannel <laughs> shirt. Pet, pen protector? And jeans. Protector. And the t-shirt underneath. Is your newspaper tucked under your right arm or your left? I don't subscribe to the newspaper because there aren't enough pages in it anymore. The reason I don't get the newspaper is because there's not enough newspaper for me. Here's my stance on the, the shirt tucked in issue. If I have an opportunity to untuck my shirt, yeah. I'm doing it. So, if I'm not at a super formal thing, yeah. uh, if I'm wearing dress pants and a dress shirt, I'll untuck the shirt if I can. Yeah. Slob. Yeah, I'm a slob. All right. So, you ready to move on? Yep. I'm actually going to give us a break here real quick to do something different. Usually, I do, we do this at the very end of the episode, but I want to do it here closer to the beginning to give those end skippers a little taste. Uh, every week, we read one or two iTunes reviews and we're going to do it right now. Is that all right with you? Yeah, that's great. We'll get back to the questions in just a minute. Here's the two of the most recent iTunes reviews. One of these I just had to read. Here's what it says and I'm going to quote now. Hmm? Nick's command of the podcast reminds me of a... See, everyone knows that you're the sidekick host. Command. Can I get back now to this very important review? Mm -hmm. Nick's command of the podcast reminds me of a cowboy lassoing a wild stallion <laughs> and bringing it under control yeah, with, yeah. The, with the combined power of his powerful thighs and spur-adorned ankles. Gross. This is a direct quote, everybody. Meanwhile, Brandon has a deep, rich voice that resembles a velveteen sea lion <laughs> diving into the dark, Good into Lord. the dark, never-ending depths of an inactive oceanic thermal vent. <laughs> Each episode explores a top 10 list from varying areas of interest from dog breeds to serial killers. What this podcast lacks in topical consistency more than makes up for it with its reproarious banter and captivating content. End quote. Holy cow, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we'll send you the check. Jesus. Okay. Thanks for listening. I'm going to move on now to an equally well-written, stunning endorsement from another review. Are you ready? Yep. Here it is. Quote, this one's a little long, so bear with me. Mm -hmm. I really like lists. Thanks for the laughs. End quote. <laughs> and really was misspelled. Was it R-I-L-L-Y? R-E-A-A-L-Y. So, it might, they, may have been, they may have been going for a really type thing. They right? may, might have been written under duress. Yeah. Or maybe they had a minimum alcohol level when they were playing tennis. So, we'll get back to the questions now. But if you want us to read your review on the show, we will read it no matter what it says. Just rate us five stars and leave a written review on iTunes, also known as Apple Podcasts. All right. You ready for the next question? Yes. This, this is a good one. And we, we kind of started to talk about this in last week's episode, uh, but let's dive into it a little more here. And this is from Joey H. on Facebook. He wants to know, if you could time travel, when would you travel to and why? And would you attempt to alter the outcome of certain events? Hmm. So the first question is, would I time travel? Uh, when, when slash where would you travel mm -hmm. to and why? Well, should Atlanta I? Atlanta airport so you could relive the hot dog? No. Uh, would I kill baby Hitler again? Yeah. Yeah. But would that be your first choice if you could travel anywhere you wanted? Hmm. Because <laughs> you, you'd be saving the world there but it doesn't do nothing for you. <laughs> so it's like I invented a time machine and you got like, I'm going to kill a baby. <laughs> okay. So, I guess if the time machine is invented... And they said so the only way that you can use this is if the like where you can go wherever you want, but you first have to stop off in I don't know eighteen ninety six or whatever it was, and uh, kill baby Hitler, and then you can go wherever you need to go. Oh, that, that's not a stipulation to this. Why do you have to go kill the baby Hitler before? I'm gonna work this in there. No, you can only travel to one place. Is everybody gonna know that I'm doing this? I think that's dependent on. Your decisions when you do it. Wait, what do you mean? Like, I don't think it's broadcast like the first man time traveling. Everybody watch. I think it's more only you and the people that are helping you know you're doing it. But once you get to wherever you're going, it's up to you to decide whether you want to, to announce or make obvious the fact that you're not from that time. 
Okay. Well, then that fucking narrows it down because if you Why? Because if you go too far back and you say you're from the future and But you, you don't have to say you're from the future. That's a choice you can make. If you said that, they would burn you alive. Or they'd make you their king. Hmm. <laughs> well, again, I don't want to go too back too far because people used to stink. Deodorant is a really new invention. Well, then I, nobody's going to want to time travel to your house because you stink. Think about how even cowboys smelled. Getting, taking a bath was like a once a month luxury. Well, all you got to do is go to the local Walmart today. What? Go to Walmart today and you'll smell what it was like in cowboy times. All right, you're taking way too long. I'd go kill, I, I'm going to kill baby Hitler anyway. <laughs> God, you just want to kill somebody. You could go anywhere you want in the entire world uh, and you could, you, could, you could serve your own selfish needs. My own selfish need to kill baby Hitler? To prevent the deaths of millions and millions of people? Well, that ho- the Holocaust is, didn't really happen. Oh, hot take. <laughs> Holy shit. That's clearly a joke. I know it happened. Uh, but I saw a study. The other, this, is not, this is not a joke. I actually saw this like two days ago mm-hmm. on somewhere. There was a study done that showed that one third of Americans believed that the Holocaust either never happened or was exaggerated. Why would they believe that? <laughs> the same reason there's people out there, a growing tangent of people that think that the earth is flat. Like that's a real movement happening. There's conferences and shit about it. I mean, <laughs> there is. There's like conferences where people travel all over the world to, to learn about how the earth is flat. They travel across the globe to get there. Like I'm not looking out that window. I'm going to give you my answers. Okay. I have two. And this is under the assumption that my first answer, the air is breathable and all that shit. Well, you're, you got to make assumptions. Well, I mean, that's part of the fun of this question. All right, but fine. You, Okay, I would like to go back to the dinosaur times and I know you're going to say that I'd be killed immediately. Yes. Are you saying that because of the air or because a dinosaur would eat me? I think you would probably have an allergy attack before you even saw a dinosaur. Okay. Well, I'm saying I'm going with the assumption here that I could survive that aspect. I'll agree that a dinosaur can eat me. Yeah. Or that I could trip and fall down a cliff, whatever. But the air is breathable, all that shit. I'd go to dinosaur times and I would go because I just think it would be would you take like camping gear? Like survival stuff? Yeah. I, I just think it'd be really fucking cool to see the dinosaurs and see what they were really like. I mean, all, all we can do is make really educated assumptions. I like to think that you would be assimilated among a pack of dinosaurs <laughs> and live among them and that they'd eventually just eat you anyway. Well, do you think that, di- I mean, well, like the T-Rex wasn't a predator or he was sneaky and stealthy. No. The T-Rex would just bust into wherever he wanted and fucking kill anything. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, I, I guess he couldn't be stealthy even if he wanted to. But I mean like he's not the type of predator that stalks. And... He's a scavenger. I think he, they were mostly scavengers. Oh yeah, you're right. They did find that he's a scavenger, didn't they? He yeah. wasn't a hunter. I think he might have been a hunter of like an opportunistic hunter. I think they still think he could have done some hunting. But yeah, it would have been the kind of like just try to run in and bust in and grab somebody real quick. Hunting was like a less percentage of his food source. Than yeah, mostly it would be like some other dinosaurs killed a big dinosaur and then he comes in and bullies them away because he's big. But he doesn't kill the original dinosaur, he just... How did they come to that conclusion? I don't know, a fossil record. It's amazing like what all they can find but just by looking at, you know, cuts and marks on fossilized bones. Fossils were put here by the devil to confuse humans. You know that, right? <laughs> they confused the shit out of all those scientists who've, who've all agreed upon certain facts about dinosaurs. Well, I think the, the lost raptor, they hunted in packs. Don't they think that? Uh, last I read, I think so, yeah. Well, I guess the reason I bring all this up, if I were to, like, let's say I really did this and I time traveled and I lived through yeah. the experience. I, I kind of think about, like, if you were, you were hiking through the woods, yeah. animals would mostly avoid you right? I mean, there's the occasional animal that might stalk you, yeah. uh, but most animals will just avoid you. And I'm just wondering if it'd be similar with dinosaurs. I don't think so. Do you think Godzilla would be there? Did I tell you that? I, this is a true story. When, when we saw the last Godzilla, um, the one with like Brian Cranston in it, uh-huh. um, we were in the theater. I took my wife and she doesn't know anything about Godzilla. Uh, but I did not know to the extent that that was true until <laughs> we were sitting in the theater and the movie started and she 
when the Godzilla first came on the screen, she leaned over and said, I thought he was a big monkey. <laughs> <laughs> and she was dead serious. Yeah, I could see you get them confused. They're, they're sort of used interchangeably as a big old monster. Well, first of all, King Kong is an ape, not a monkey. <laughs> I love it when people simplify all primates to a monkey. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, okay, so let me tell you my other time travel real quick. And that is 1,000 years into the future. But I just like to see where things stand in a thousand years, you know? They would be disgusted by you. Maybe. Who knows? Because I, I don't mean, think anybody is going to have any body hair a thousand years in the future. And they would think like, who's this monkey? That's not true. Yeah. Humans aren't going to evolve to that degree and only No, it's going to be a choice. Oh, okay. Do you think humans will be here in a thousand years? To, well, okay. Humans will still probably be here. But do you think society as we know it will still be here. No, I think we'll be uh, leading uh, donkeys that have pots and pans banging around on the side of them. I think we'll be scratching in the dirt eating rats and shit. How soon do you think that's going to happen? I don't know, probably within a couple hundred years. Okay, so not like a hundred or less years. I think we're running out of resources very fast. Yeah, so I'd like to travel a thousand years and see what that's like. But my answers all change if this is a one-way ticket, you know what I mean? I operated under the assumption it was a one-way ticket. I was going to kill baby Hitler and then go live in the Alps by myself. You, you wouldn't make it a week. I would make a little cabin. So, you already answered one part of this question that I have not answered yet. And that's, would you attempt to alter the outcome of certain events? You just said you would. You'd kill an innocent baby. I'd just take his place. <laughs> when instead of the Jews, you uh, focus on people from Memphis. <laughs> Put them in uh, concentration camps. Let's see. Okay, so would I alter outcomes? My answer is no because, well, I would try not to but I also think that even if I tried not to, the smallest decisions I make that I think would have no impact because of the butterfly effect would have great impact eventually. You're not that important. I think it's impossible to not alter the past or future if you're time traveling to it. That's my answer. Is that your way of saying if you travel in the past, don't be surprised if... Like half the people turned into half dinosaur people. Yeah, that's it. Because you were humping around on dinosaurs. It's amazing how you read my mind like that. That's exact. God. Disgusting. Are you, were you reading my mind just now? Disgusting. All right, let's move on. The next question comes from Camille E on Facebook. She wants to know, how long does it take for Nick to compile hashtag Nick's notes? What about me? I make notes. Nobody gives a shit about you. All right. Camille, first of all, if you want an autograph, let my agent know. Secondly, it depends on the topic. I'd say on average, I'm curious to know your answer though, Brandon, for your, for your Brandon Bullet, Bulletins. Brandon Bullets. Next notes, I'd say an average of a few hours per list. Would you agree with that for you, Brandon? That's how long it takes me? Yeah. Uh, it takes me about an hour, hour and a half maybe. You are killing the magic here. What do you mean? These people think that we slave for months over research. Oh, I don't. Episode. I don't. Yeah, it's obvious. I probably spend two to three hours per list. But I'll say that my time and energy that I spend on a single episode, which includes research, uh, recording, editing, and then promoting, I spend a lot more time than I want to admit <laughs> doing all that. You love that. But I do it for the fans. I do it for the fans. You love your little Instagram stories and your oh, memes. Yeah my memes and i get no help from you i wasn't i don't know memes so thank you camille uh the next question came from nerdtron64 <laughs> hell yeah which i think is our quintessential listener of the show bunch of nerds it seems like this is what he said he or she said it seems like both of you are or were gamers to an extent what would you consider your favorite video game of all time and why? My, I have my answer immediately, but I want to know your answer first. Hmm. We well, already know it. It's either Grand Theft Auto V or Red Dead Redemption 2. Red Dead Redemption 2 certainly has a place up there. S certainly. In the annals. The annals? Of video game history in my life. <laughs> but I think... <laughs> video game history. I have two. The first one is a game goes by the name of GoldenEye 64. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. I always like to slap. Yeah. Slappers only is fun. Uh, the graphics, I know, are funny. 
now, like kind of laughable at the time, they seemed awesome. It was like you're playing a real 3D movie. Uh, it was my one of my f- my first first person shooter, my first time to play multiplayer with a first person shooter, and it was also the only game. It was the only time in like first person shooter history where I could compete on multiplayer because shortly after that, like Halo came out and I was done. Right. And then the other one is Skyrim. That's a good choice. I, this is one of the questions I knew ahead of time. So, I put some notes together of why I love Skyrim. The sound design and the music are incredible. The, so, is the visuals. You can stand like on a mountaintop and look across this huge sandbox area of a sort of northern mountainy landscape. It's a bigger game than I could ever finish. I've never gotten close to finishing the game. There's so many quests and worlds and... Noob. What? You're a noob. Yeah, it's because I'm a noob. And then it was a few years ago that uh, they started to allow... I play on a console and they started to allow mods on Skyrim uh, for console. So, now there's all kinds of crazy things you can do with Skyrim. Even if you have played through and gotten tired of it, you can make it where your character can jump into the sky on a whim or uh, become godlike or turn your swords into lightsabers or... Almost anything you could think of to do in the game, someone's created a, a mod for it. I like Skyrim. I've also never gotten close to beating it. Uh, another good series is uh, Fallout. Both made by Bethesda. Uh, one of my favorite games, probably my top five, is Zelda Breath of the Wild on the Nintendo Switch. And that game is the most vast game I've ever played. I think I saw a map one time online that showed that the map for Breath of the Wild was significantly larger than the Skyrim map, which blew my mind. If I'm inaccurate on that, I'll hear about it on Twitter, I'm You'll sure. eat your hat. Yeah, but Zelda Breath of the Wild is an amazing game. It's just unbel- it takes my breath of the wild away. I have a few other games here. The first Mario Party was amazing. Um, I'm a Nintendo kid mostly, if you can't tell. Pokemon Gold. <laughs> Pokebugs. What do you do uh, with them? You fight them? Well, you fight with them. You fight other Pokebugs with your Pokebugs. Mm-hmm. Here's a game that I, I never hear anybody talk about it. It's like a small, not major release on the a PlayStation 1. I don't even remember how I found this game, but I love the shit out of it. It's called Team Buddies. And <laughs> I'll let you look it up if anyone's interested. It's on the PlayStation 1. Incredible game. I still play it occasionally to this day. T-E-A-M Buddies? Yeah. It's a game. It's like a combat game well like a how do i explain it it is a shooter video game yeah it's kind of it the controls are kind of like pikmin in a way to where you're controlling a large swarm of characters and you're building weapons and other teammates as you go and destroying the bases on other teams it's fucking incredible really don't sleep on that game but it's really hard to find now (laughs) but my number one favorite game of all time you ready yes i've told you about this game before It is Paper Mario The Thousand Year Door on the GameCube. It is a Mario RPG game and if you wrote it off because it's Mario or it's Nintendo or whatever, go play that game. But I replay Paper Mario every few years. The other entries in the series are also very good but Thousand Year Door is the best. I'm going to move us on. Brandon, this comes from our friends at the Collision Shack podcast on Twitter. You can follow them at Collision Shack. They're an improv comedy podcast. The question is, would you rather have so many splinters in your hands and feet that you can walk like (laughs) Spider-Man? So, what that means is like Spider-Man has sticky hands, but you're... Are you explaining this to me? Okay. Or you can get cramps everywhere and turn into the Hulk. Okay. But, okay. So, if I'm Spider-Man, my hands hurt, hands and feet hurt all the time? I would assume so. And if I'm the Hulk, I get the cramps when I'm turning into the Hulk, but then I'm just the Hulk. Yeah, I think it's like when you get the cramp, you turn into the Hulk. That's the way I read it and easy, I'm taking the Hulk because- Oh, give me a break. I'd easily take the splinters. You're an idiot because (laughs) at 37 years old, I think I feel like I have- I'm cramping most of the time anyway. Hang on, you're only 37? In some form or fashion, I'm cramping, whether it's a stomach- cramp or a leg cramp or a back Jesus Christ. cramp. 
Uh, so I just take that along with being the Hulk. And you don't know enough about video games to understand how powerful the Hulk is. <laughs> okay, but you know what? It's not sustainable. You'd be killed or put in prison or something pretty quick. You cannot kill or imprison the Hulk. Then what would you do? Go live in the mountains by yourself? I, mean, I just said a few minutes ago that that was my goal after I killed baby Hitler. Uh, are you the Hulk when you do that? Oh, my God. Can you imagine just... just Baby doesn't stand a chance. Just, Hulk just puts him in the air above his head and then the same way you would tear a, a Kleenex right. tissue not, in half. Let's not get into it. It's a little too real for me. Here's why I choose the splinters. Now, I didn't think about the discomfort. So, that is a consideration. But I think it'd be uncomfortable to get cramps to such a degree to turn into the Hulk as well. The thing with the splinters is the splinters are sticking out of your hands so you can use them to walk the walls in the ceiling. I would do that because no one could catch me. I'd just jump onto the wall in the ceiling and I could also spy on bitches <laughs> I want to. What? Like spy on people who can't look up? <laughs> well, you do it quietly. Yeah. You stalk your prey like a T-Rex. Just burst in. I'm going with the splinters. And by the way, that show, Collision Shack Podcast, they do Would You Rathers all the time. So, I recommend that show. That was a good one. I'm going to move on. This is my favorite question of the entire day. You ready? Yep. This was submitted by Steve on Instagram and I quote, can you release episodes with Brandon edited out? <laughs> Steve, I say that's the dream. We can, we can dream. We can pray. Steve. <laughs> the next question comes from our from your friend the friend whose uh, ass you kissed to an to an extreme degree on this very episode our friend jordan had another question on facebook he wants to know <laughs> how's my ass taste <laughs> well you're not far off this question is for me out of all the asses out there which ass makes nick go whoa now that is one hell of an ass the most you want to know my answer uh yeah Caitlyn Jenner. Caitlyn Jenner? Formerly known as Bruce Jenner. Oh, oh. <laughs> I was thinking it was... A Kardashian? I was thinking it was one of the ones that's like 19 or 20. And instead, it's not... <laughs> Hell of an ass on Caitlyn Jenner. Who's your answer? Arthur? My goodness. She was an Olympic... Olympian. Yeah, I know. Hell of an ass. She used to be a man. So, she can... She knows... Both sides of the ass spectrum. Uh, maybe. <laughs> I'm considering that answer. Wait, so wait, who, what am I, the booty that- And for my second choice, I'll go with Steve from Instagram. A butt that makes me go, whoa? Yeah. Whoa with- You just take that however you want, sir. Do you need me to over-explain every single no. question and hold your hand through this entire episode? It's tr President Trump. <laughs> He, I, I mean... That image of him getting on the airplane is burned into my brain. I can't imagine that someone who really, really supports him is still listening to our podcast. But if you are... Please stop. Well, yeah, stop supporting him. But also, you got to admit, he has a... a bodacious butt. Big old bodacious, juicy big old butt that is <laughs> crying to escape that oversized suit that he wears. As baggy as that suit is, when there, there are pictures of him getting on on Air Force... No, Air Force One is the... Air Force Buns? No, Marine One, the helicopter. It's, it, it's more windy on the helicopter and that's where his hair's getting all fucked up. That's why he wears those stupid, those stupid MAGA hats. None of those people realize the reason those hats existed is because his shitty, crazy hair can't withstand the helicopter. And on the campaign trail, he had to have a way to keep his, his disgusting house of cards cloth from blowing off of his head. So, he started wearing this stupid hat. It's just a red hat with plain white embroidered text with a, with a vaguely racist white nationalist statement on it. And people are like, God, he's a marketing genius. Let me get one of these stupid hats. The one of him playing tennis is even better. Just search. So you can Donald see his big fat whitey tidies. <laughs> search for Donald Trump butt on Google Images, and you'll have your fill. This guy, um. he said that he was the healthiest. <laughs> people forget about this like scandal because there's been so many. Or people forget he said he was the healthiest president 
ever compared to, you know, President Obama, I believe, played basketball regularly and was noticeably in good shape or George W. Bush, who uh, was an avid jogger and athlete and was in pretty good shape uh, even just by looking at him. But it's not all exercise, Brandon. It's diet and Donald Trump's got him beat on the diet front. (laughs) Yeah. Nobody knows diet better than him. He gets a lot of vegetables through his tomato sauce on pizza, plus Stormy Daniels is nutritious. I, uh, okay, we got to move on. Related question. He didn't from- put his mouth on her. I read all the details. He would never, he would never put his mouth on a genital. Tell us the one sentence from the details that is most noteworthy. He had a mushroom-like penis. According to Stormy? Yeah. A mushroom like penis, like the shape of a mushroom? Yeah, it looked like a mushroom. It was like short and had a big giant <laughs> flared mushroom head on it. It looks like that character from Mortal Kombat. It looks like the- Toad, like it looks like Toad from Mario. What's, what's that guy's name? Oh, Radon like Raiden? Raiden? How do you spell Mortal Kombat? I think it looks goofier like Toad from Mario. No, because Raiden's angry Oh, and yeah. shoots lightning. Yeah, it has whoever it is, they've got to look stupid. Yeah, search for Raiden uh, on Google Images for Donald Trump's penis shape. Kent H. on Facebook had a similar question. Yeah. His question is, of all the big name celebrities that listen to the Tennis Podcast, who has the best bootay? Hashtag hell of an ass. Best? All right, I already said Caitlyn Jenner. We said Donald Trump. I have a few more. Greg Kinnear. Uh-huh. Madonna, Reba McIntyre, Bette Midler, Jason Alexander. They all listen to this show? And they're sitting on gold whenever they're sitting because their booties are gold. Uh, I was going to say Marley Matlin. Okay. You just had to go with an obscure celebrity that no one's heard of. Well, look her up. What's her name? Marley Matlin. She's a big listener. You're disgusting. We're going to move on. Deaf. She's deaf. We have two more. She can't hear. Oh, yeah. We still need someone to write a, a review for us on iTunes and let me and Brandon know what a Molly is. I'll uh, just look it up right now. On... No, we need the listeners to tell us. Our listeners aren't druggies. No, they are. I'm looking it up. Don't look it up. I'm do- What is Molly? Molly. Not a Molly. Methylene dioxamethamphetamine. Oh, it's meth? Commonly known as ecstasy. Oh, ecstasy. It's a psychoactive drug primarily used as a recreational drug. Primarily used to date rape people in Rick Ross's song. MDA, Molly, or ecstasy. Yeah, when I was younger, I think they called it ecstasy. I don't know why they changed names to Molly. And I think they changed the name up to Molly to brand it better. You know, it's friendly, it's family friendly. It's the girl next door. Nice, trusting, motherly name, Molly. All right, next question. Our friend Steve, can you do a bonus episode every week where you just make Seinfeld references? Just out of context, Seinfeld references. To that, I say, if the people want it, then I have no choice but to give it to them. Okay, do it. We should honestly try that, Brandon. We should do a bonus episode where we don't say anything that's not a Seinfeld reference. I'm serious. I want to do it. I'll give it a shot. I'm in. We're in. Thank you, Steve. And I have one last question. Coming to the end here. This is a good one. This comes from our friends at the Never a Straight Answer podcast. And you can follow them at NASA underscore never on Twitter. They're asking the tough question. Have you ever danced with the devil under the pale moonlight? I like that. I need a minute to collect myself, figure out the best way to answer this in a way that's accurate, honest, and True to myself. So, give me a minute. Go ahead, Brandon, with your answer. Do you not know what that's talking about? Do you not know what they're referencing? I always ask that of all my prey. You don't know what they're talking about? Well, I know it's a line from a song or a movie. Are you trying to figure out what it is? So, you don't oh, look is like it the an Joker? idiot? Joker on Batman? You didn't know what it was, so you look like an idiot. Yeah. It's the Batman. Okay, well, he didn't ask us what movie, Brandon. He asked us if you would. Did he? No, he didn't say if you would. He said, have you ever? He said, have you ever danced with the devil under the pale moonlight? Yes. He wants to know if you have danced with the devil. Yes. Yes. Okay, you have. Absolutely. 
How often do you worship Satan? We don't have a worship relationship. We have a relationship that's more like in, um, there was an episode of The Simpsons, uh, The Treehouse of Horror, where um, Homer made a deal with the devil. The devil was played by Ned Flanders. There's a part where in The Simpsons' home, Homer and uh, the devil, Ned Flanders' devil, are talking about Homer's soul and Bart walks by and just verily casually says, hey, and the devil just goes, hey, Bart. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> That's how me and the real devil are. All right. So, for all the listeners at home, take a shot. Brandon just mentioned The Simpsons Treehouse of Horror. There's your cue. We got through all the questions. Wait, you didn't answer. Oh. Have I ever danced with the devil under the pale moonlight? No. I think... He's insinuating that we are his prey. So, now I'm on high alert. Thanks. No. Maybe he's a T-Rex. Right? Mm-hmm. No? This has been a Q&A edition of the Tension Podcast. This was fun. We should do this again. On episode 50? Or 125? Yeah. Or maybe 35. I don't know. Every 10 episodes. Just I don't know. every week from now on. Let us know if you were into this, people. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at TennisPod, 1-0-I-S-H-P-O-D. We'll do this again at some point. And if you follow us there now, you not only get a bunch of good memes from Nick, you can ask us questions like this. You can also give us ideas for future episodes. Brandon will be back next week with episode 26, which will be back to our regular format. And since I did the last top 10 list very, very well, I might add, Brandon will have the list next time. This will be another one that people like. Don't worry, I got you guys. I'd like to thank everyone except for Jordan Z. Thank you, Jordan. For their questions. Good job. Thank you for listening and here's to the next 25. Cheers. Next 2,500. Next 25,000. Well, you know, I said, what will the world be like in a thousand years? The Tennis Podcast will still be going on because... Oh my God. What? what? We'll either A, record enough episodes in advance to last for the next thousand years or B, our brains will be transferred to some device that will allow us to live on for the next thousand years. Either way, you don't have to worry about the Tennis Podcast going away anytime soon. If you had to transfer your consciousness into a, an existing device, which one would it be? Microwave. Why? Because then I wouldn't have to press the buttons to heat up my food. I could just think about it and my food would heat up. You'd have no corporal body. <laughs> All right, hotshot. What would you do? Like a robot. A robot. You said an existing... Yeah, a robot. I'd go find, you know, that robot... Oh, you know what? I'd do a dryer, clothes dryer, because I love that feeling of hot clothes right out of the dryer, like Kramer when he cooks his shirt. Uh, I could have that feeling all the time because I'd be warm. I want to... And I also wouldn't have ears, so I wouldn't have to hear you and your bullshit ever again. I would, have, I would be transferred into that robot that walks like he shit his pants. <laughs> so, you go from a human that shits his pants to a robot that shits his pants. <laughs> the, yeah, we both walk to the bathroom the same way. All right. That seems like as good a place of any to stop. So, make sure you dance with the devil in the pale moonlight and we will see you next week. Thanks for listening. Aren't you going to say bye or something? Bye. Sorry, bye. Bye.